The Captain's Run with Sam Edmund. Well, thanks to our great friends at Shell V Power. They fuel the race day feeling. We're going to get over to Monaco right now to talk all things Formula One. Well, Formula One is about to kick back into gear. A washout at the Emilia Romana Grand Prix has given way to the most spectacular Grand Prix of them all. The most glamorous race on the calendar. It is the Monaco Grand Prix. Let's go to the Principality now. What a great pleasure it is to have this man back on the program. Fox Sports Formula One guru, Michael Laminato. Michael, welcome to you. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Set the scene for us in Monaco. How's she looking? I look spectacular. It did rain earlier today, I've got to say, but really there's nothing that beats this scenery for a Formula One race. It's not until you really, you do get a sense of it on the TV, but once you're walking on this street, you realise how ridiculous a circuit this really is. It shouldn't exist. It's way too narrow for Formula One, but that's kind of the magic of the place. And sometimes you just do get really classic races here. Yeah, it's a sort of race, isn't it, whereby if you were starting a, a circuit from scratch, it would be uh, a, an absolute disaster. I mean, the walls, <laughs> the close proximity, they're, they're brushing these things at 200 kilometres an hour. So it's not perhaps one for, um, well, take us through it, Mike. I mean, the challenges for the drivers these days, immensely difficult to overtake. It might suit some more than others. Yeah, what that really does mean is that qualifying has become super important over the years in Monaco. The cars have gotten wider and more loaded with downforce. As you said, overtaking is quite difficult, which means qualifying is what it's all about. And that's not such a bad thing because qualifying Monaco is spectacular. When the cars are on really low fuel, when the drivers are pushing to the absolute limit, you get those great TV shots of the tyres just brushing the barriers, sparks from the wheel rims, all that kind of thing. And that really means that to win this race, you've got to put 100% on the line on Saturday afternoon. And there's not really any level of pressure that comes close to qualifying Monaco for the entire season. It's what makes it so spectacular, but it's also what makes this weekend so interesting because if you were to pick one weakness in what has really been the dominant Red Bull Racing's game so far this mm. season, and weakness is maybe a bit of a strong word, it has been qualifying, particularly to Ferrari, which is typically pretty strong here. But even Aston Martin has reason to think they can be strong this weekend and Mercedes too. While Red Bull already today uh, on media day in their previews was sort of I don't want to say pessimistic because that's not really the way Red Bull behaves, but they're already talking about just getting decent points out of this weekend rather than wins. And after five very straightforward victories for Red Bull, it does feel very refreshing. Yeah, so take us through, I guess, the specifics for Red Bull and the challenges they face. Obviously, their top-end speed uh, has been unrivaled this season, but how will they not be able to use that on this circuit? And DRS might play a part in that as well. And then you've got Ferrari, and you mentioned Aston Martin and Fernando Alonso. Uh, Charles Leclerc, I don't think, has ever been, had, a, had a great amount of luck at his home race. So the challenge is for Red Bull, if you don't mind, Michael, and who might be able to take advantage? Yeah, so that Red Bull top speed's been really key to the team having really one way so far this year. But there's hardly any straight line stuff in Monaco. It's such a tight track that they're coming close to what we'd recognise as maximum speed, which means that advantage is neutered a little bit. But to go back to that idea that qualifying is really crucial here, Red Bull's not a great qualifying car because it's really gentle with its tyres, which is what makes it so effective in the race. But obviously when you've got to fire up those tyres for a single lap, not that good at it. Ferrari, on the other hand, weirdly enough, because it chews through its tyres so aggressively over the course of a race, actually really quick on one lap because it really warms up those tyres very quickly. If we're saying that pole position or front row starts kind of more than 50% of the way to winning the race, 
weirdly enough, Ferrari's biggest weakness could be its biggest strength this weekend. And if we talk about Aston Martin, they've had a really good slow corner performance. They've got a lot of downforce on the car, but normally a lot of drag, which means they're nowhere down the straights. But again, not really any straights in Monaco. That's why they think they can be competitive. And then we think about Mercedes. What's really interesting with them is that the car's pretty much brand new this weekend. They've brought a completely new upgrade package, new suspension, aerodynamics, the works. We don't know how they're going to go other than the fact that they seem very optimistic about it. So the field looks very wide open. Of course, you never know what's going to happen by the time we get to qualifying. It is sort of typically a little bit of a wacky weekend with strange things potentially going on through practice. But there are a lot of reasons to think the form book might actually be a little bit upside down for this round. Yeah. And and look, obviously, Michael, for, for most of us from the outside looking in and the storylines and whatnot, it, the pit lane paddock almost as exciting as the racing itself. Now, your most recent piece for Fox Sports you open up with, could Lewis Hamilton really leave Mercedes for Ferrari? Now, is he considering the possibility of a, I don't know, a late career switch? Well, the great thing about finally being able to talk to these drivers after the last cancelled race is that we can get straight from their mouths and both Ferrari and Lewis Hamilton have given this pretty short shrift. It's been reported in a couple of different places, mind you, the Daily Mail in the UK and the Italian media. Now, the Italian media has got a couple of of course, Italian media meeting several publications, but nonetheless, we've got a couple of really big calls correct in the last year, not least of which was Ferrari sacking its team principal last year, which they did also deny at the time. Now, you can, of course, overread into too many things. Ferrari's denied this. Lewis Hamilton's denied this. It's hard to do more than take that at face value. In fact, Lewis Hamilton said he expects to have news on his Mercedes contract in the next couple of weeks. Ferrari as well wouldn't be much more, at least on what we've seen so far this season, than a sideways move at best from Mercedes. Yes, okay, you get to say you've raced for Ferrari. Lewis has talked about before that, yes, of course, every driver feels a certain amount of appeal for Ferrari, but Mercedes gives him 100% freedom to pursue his other interests. Uh, He's grown his own personal brand immensely because Mercedes has allowed that. Not really the kind of environment Ferrari fosters. Maybe that would change if he went there, but... That would remain to be seen. I can't really imagine it. Despite the fact the story does feel like it's growing a little bit of legs, I still really struggle to imagine him mm. ending his career at Ferrari. I'd expect within about a month or so we'd be hearing about him inking a new deal with Mercedes. Now, I know you cover him off in your story, but quickly, Daniel Ricciardo, any any whispers on, on the Australian and a, and a potential return for, for next season, do you think, Michael, at this stage? Well, if that seat at Mercedes were to open up, he'd be in the frame. There's also talk that Alpha Tauri, which is the Red Bull sister team, might be preparing to act for Nick DeVries because he's struggling and Ricardo might be sounded out for that. But doesn't sound super warm on that one either because it is a bit of a step towards, well, really the slowest team so far this year. So at the moment, it's still status quo and as it was. But, I mean, as we've seen with this sudden rumour with Lewis Hamilton potentially leaving, the driver market is only one sort of bombshell away from being completely turned on its head. And I think that's kind of what Daniel Ricciardo is going to be looking at to get back on the grid. So, well, it doesn't sound optimistic right now. Formula One's that kind of sport where you never know what's around the corner. Now, you touched on the weather. I think it rained at Monaco last year, didn't it? So what's the forecast Mm -hmm. for for the weekend? It's been really mixed. The latest forecast I've seen is for rain to appear on Sunday, probably earlier, maybe a little bit before the race. But because of the way the mountains uh, alongside the sea, it means rain appears really suddenly, can be, as we saw last year, 
really quite heavy. It was so heavy, in fact, it knocked out half the lights and the race was delayed. So there is certainly mixed weather on the forecast, which always spices things up around here. But you wouldn't want to count on driving at any time, which means that it's really going to keep teams on their toes to be really responsive to what can absolutely turn the race upside down. Such a great event. Uh, I know you're there for the racing course, Michael, but all the pomp and ceremony is hard to ignore. Uh, it is the most prestigious race in, in the history of Formula One. Uh, great to see it back again this uh, this coming weekend. Really appreciate you staying up late, mate, to join us and uh, enjoy it. Thank you, mate. Anytime. There is Michael Laminato there joining us thanks to Shell V-Power, feeling the racing feeling with the Shell V-Power racing team. Oh, been a big show. We'll take a break. It'll be our final break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up. We'll tidy up and we'll touch base with Dwayne Russell, the father of Midday Madness, ahead of another big show. Back shortly.